live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Morning, everybody, and welcome to Live from America. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, and I am your ever so humbled, God fearing, God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. I got my boy, producer Eli, here, and we're ready to give you one heck of a show today. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining in. Let's give some live shout outs to Willie Rumble. Who's watching today? How you doing? Make sure you give us a rumble. G.R. Messick from Colorado in the building. Robin from New Jersey is here. Chat is flying. Miguel Ortiz, race mom, is in the building. Victoria, I got a present from Vic in the mail. We're going to show that here in a little bit. Good morning to you, Sim family and Denise. OFP Farms in the building. Andrea is here. Mary the Riddler. I hope you don't have a lot of riddles today. I can't, uh, my brain can't think that quick. How you doing, Angel, uh, Angela? Angela Sykes from Nebraska. Cindy Lou, who is watching today? Cindy, God bless you and thank you for joining in. We've got Fireboss and Mustache. Let's go. Lugo, Denise Cuddlin will give one more here to... Trainer soul, who just simply put MAGA. MAGA. I love it. I also started writing my song this weekend um, about uh, uh, 4G Auto Blow, or I like to call him Faggy Auto Blow, um, who's just nothing but a grifter and a loser. Uh, so that really doesn't have anything to do with the show today, but I just thought that I seen the word MAGA, and I, th- I see that he th- claims that he's the mayor of MAGAville, so that ought to be interesting when that comes out. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen... Today we're going to be talking about a lot, but all hell is breaking loose in Georgia. We're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about the record uh, amount of money that Donald Trump raised after the infamous mugshot. We're going to be talking about Carrie Lake, a big, big win for her in court. We've got a lot to talk about as as it pertains to Ukrainian pilots and a FEMA emergency getting ready to happen, apparently. There's a lot more to actually report on than I have time to report on today, which is why I'm so glad that we have 14 hours a day here of truth-telling, hard-hitting, real news from all of the LFA hosts. God bless them, and make sure you give them a chance. And if you can't watch their videos, at least go through each video and give it a rums-up and a thumbs-up, a rumble-up and a thumbs-up, because uh, that's what keeps us on the leaderboard. Now, one thing happened this weekend that I am very happy to see, and that is children starting to be treated like exactly what they are, children, and maybe, just maybe, all of us could learn a little bit from the Nevada police enforcement, uh, the law enforcement in Nevada, because they said, oh, we've got a left-wing climate protest shutting down major highways. Yeah. We're not going to have that here in Nevada. And of course, Eli and I just got a kick out of this and had to watch it like 10 times. I think I even may instruct him to take the soundbite out of this, of the liberals crying that somebody came along and finally gave them what they deserved. Again, play stupid games, 
win stupid prizes. Roll it. Oh, what's this? Is this an anti... Is this a climate protest? Oh, let's just drive right over that. <laughs> Listen to the crying. Yes. Get out! On the ground! Let's go! Get on the ground now! Get off the ground! Get off the ground! Don't move! Why is he doing this? We're environmental protesters! He's hurting me! <laughs> Eli, Eli, you can't touch us. We're environmental protesters. Ah, the world's gonna burn if we. Oh, the world's gonna burn, all right, but not because of man-made climate change, because of your sin and mine. Ah, we're environmental protesters. Yeah, that's why we're here to drive over your stuff and lock you up. You know, if we just did that all over the country, how fast these people would just stay in their parents' basement, they would never even think about coming out. Race mom just donated $20 to Rumble Rants and said, God is on the move. <laughs> Somebody's on the move. Might be Nevada police, but uh, how, dare, how, dare, how dare anybody arrest them? How dare you arrest us? <laughs> anyway, we, I think we need to see more of that, Eli. What about you? Eli has watched it over and over again. I don't think he's going to get any work done today, folks. I think he's just going to watch that over and over again and, and, and create sound bites. Uh, uh, <laughs> with the... Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I'd like to thank the following people for making Live from America LFA TV a, um, a reality and keeping us on the air. Because without any funds, we can't operate. And you guys said, you know what? Create this TV network for us, and we will make sure you always are funded. And that's been two years now. Over two years. Sandy Blaze, Stephanie Adamo. Veronica Van Valen. That is an awesome name. <laughs> that is an awesome name. Roberta Day. Lisa McGuire. Deborah Sauron, Cheryl Klein, who I think is sending me something in the mail, Mary Owen, Christy Sirakowski, can't believe I said that right, Brenda Bounds, Sue Faulkner, Dawn Warfield, Kara Mansfield, or Carol Mansfield, and Diane Wackerly. Thank you so very much for your kindness in a world where Joe Biden has destroyed, Bidenomics have destroyed everybody's savings and their, you know, their, their income, you guys still find it in your wallets to pony up and help LFA TV remain a reality. Thank you all so very much for your kindness. Now, this morning we had a very powerful, very powerful um, verse of the day um, on the newsletter and on Rise Up. We were talking about the different pieces of the armor of God and we all know the armor of God we all know that I created a song called armor of God and all this in between but we really broke down what each piece represented and it was really powerful because it's not just a metaphor for guarding your heart or guarding your mind from doubt and having the shoes of uh, of peace and gospel it's actual rea- it's an actual reality as well so let's just break into it Ephesians six ten through 20 The whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, spirits and human beings who do the devil's deeds. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, 
that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, the utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth to make known the mystery of the gospel, publicly professing God and the works and teachings of Jesus Christ for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. You see, each piece represents another area of your life in which the devil will try to attack and or exploit. Each piece of the armor will not only defend you from the evil one and all his demons and plots against you, but also will act as an offensive resource for you to go after him for a change. The devil isn't used to people attacking him. And when you do, he runs like a cowardly dog with his tail between his legs, like a Joe Biden being asked questions or a Marjorie Taylor Greene being asked questions by a pro-MAGA crowd. Think about it. He only has the power that you give him and the armor of God robs him of any satisfaction to take you down. You should know each of these pieces of armor intimately and take care not to have one damaged. The power to withstand the devil's attacks and temptations comes from God. So the armor cannot be pierced. However, if you lose an ounce of your faith in God or turn away from the path that Jesus and the Holy Spirit have you on, the armor becomes weak and ineffective and then eventually will be pierced. You need the source of the armor's power to be connected at all times. Don't let that power source be interrupted. And if you can do that, then you can not only fight on your behalf, but on the behalf of others who are weaker than you with no armor. Put on the full armor of God today and be a warrior for God and watch the world around you change for the better. In Jesus' name, we go to prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I hope you renewed your spirit. Today, or this weekend in church with fellowship and congregation with others, ladies and gentlemen, we are about ready to get started. So lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Today, we got a very special guest who's not been here in quite some time. You know her, the very strong, uh, very outspoken Candace Taylor, former candidate for governor who should have taken Brian Kemp's place. In Georgia would have been a heck of a lot better governor than that piece of crap that's down there today. And for all those out there who um, still try to simp for Brian Kemp to say he's just doing this because I hope you can really, really understand how much of a piece of trash Brian Kemp and his family is. And if you want my opinion, he had his own daughter's boyfriend killed. But that's just my opinion. I believe this man is 100% rhino uniparty, trash bag, worthless loser, nothing. And we're going to be talking about a little bit about that today. But the first and foremost section is first going to focus on Donald Trump, the DOJ, the feds, and their collusion to take him down. Let's get into it today. Trump's lawyers, Jack Smith and the judge are working to figure out what date the trial will begin that the federal government has against Donald J. Trump. Now, Trump's team and his lawyers want the trial to begin in April of 2026. 
<laughs> That's awesome. A federal judge in Washington, D.C. is set to decide today when President Trump will stand trial in the Justice, Despart- the Justice Department Special Counsel Jack Smith's 2020 election-related case. So this is the one, you know, referring to the election in January 6th. Jack Smith's team is asking the district judge, Tanya, Tanya Chutkin, to schedule the trial date for January of 2024. Okay? on conspiracy charges related to Trump's alleged effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The team argues an overwhelming public interest in having the case resolved before the 2024 presidential election. Well, why would they say that? First of all, if Donald Trump is easy to beat and Joe Biden beat the brakes off of Donald Trump like they would like the world to believe and got 81 million votes, my arse, then why would they want this to be over by the election? Isn't it there, wouldn't it be their desire to go against him again? I mean, if we're thinking in a logical, common sense way of thinking, wouldn't it be on the best interest of Joe Biden and the left to want to go against Donald Trump in the 2024 election? You know, seeing how they beat him the first time. And if they knew they could cheat without getting his name off the ballot, then wouldn't they just say, who cares whether we have it done by the 2024 election or not? We're just going to cheat anyway. He can't beat us. Trump's team wants the trial to begin April of 2026. Trump is the clear front runner in the 2024 presidential primary and election and claims that Smith's case, federal charges that he tried to overturn 2020 election, is nothing more than election interference and an attempt to derail his campaign. Trump has pled not guilty to the charges, and the judge, Chutkin, indicated previously that she would rule on that trial date at a hearing today. So what do you think? Do you think that they are going to set the trial and grant the DOJ's request for January of 2024, do you think that they are going to grant the Trump team their request for a start date of April 2026? Or do you believe that the judge in an attempt to look unbiased and fair will somehow split the difference, but still add some time to it, but still start in 2024? You let me know, and I guess we'll see what happens. But I can guarantee you they're not going to let it go until 2026. I have a feeling this judge, in an attempt to make it look like they're being unbiased, will set it for right before the election of 2024, probably August or September, and say, look what I did. I'm unbiased, and I am not partial to either side. Yeah, right. Nice move. Now, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, we found out that the White House definitely was in contact with the DOJ prior to bringing federal charges against Donald Trump, which would completely contradict what the sniffer and thief, the illegitimate resident, said when he said, I have not not talked to the Justice Department. I don't know what's going on at all. I have not talked to the Justice Department. I don't know what's going on at all. Joe Biden was met with booze by a crowd when he was asked if he saw Trump's mugshot. And he said, I saw it on TV. He's a handsome guy. We're going to block out the sun and snip kids and rape my daughters, my grandkids. Chummy prosecutor Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, also, we found out, emailed Joe Biden's secret address and gushed about how much he, quote, loves the Biden family. And you don't think this man was picked? You don't think this man has been deep state the entire time? You don't think that this man has a bias towards the Bidens? A prosecutor for U.S. attorney from Delaware, David Weiss, emailed Joe Biden's secret email account 
and gushed about how much he loved the Biden family. Alexander Mackler, a prosecutor in David Weiss's office, investigating Hunter Biden between August of 2016 through May of 2019, so almost three years, previously emailed Joe Biden at his Robin Ware, W-A-R-E, we found out that's one of his pseudonyms, his email gushing over the Biden family. Let me read it for you. Some of it anyway. To Haley, Hunter, Ashley, and the entire admirable, expansive Biden clan. Wow. Starting off like a simp. Jeremy, do you think there's going to be another indictment? Yes, in Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, please continue to share this video. We should be well over 4,000. Let's get it out there. Let me read on. It feels odd saying this to the family that suffered the loss, but these last few weeks have been a struggle. The gap that Bo left in the daily life presents an unpredictable time that was never more apparent than on Father's Day because we talked so often about fatherhood and because the only man I ever met to whom I can pay my highest possible compliment in this kindness, dignity, and his kindness and his dignity and beautiful soul reminded me of my dad. Blah, 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 blah. Let me go on. Bo's encouragement was not constrained to professional success. He and Haley were the first people outside of our family to know that we were pregnant. Oh, you're that close to the Biden's family? Are you talking about the same Haley that was a complete and absolute slut and started sleeping with the crackhead brother of her dead husband? Oh, yeah, okay, all right. That's why everyone, oh, hold on. His eyes swelled with pride as as much with emotion. That's why everyone rushed to him not just to their secrets or their questions of struggles, but also for their accomplishments and celebrations. When you knew Bo was, a pr- was proud of you, not just with his words, but with the glow in his eyes, you knew that earning the genuine pride of someone so special was irreplaceable. It was that touch that, mold- that he molded those of us lucky enough to know him. This was an email from a prosecutor on David Weiss's team sent to the Biden family through those years when Bo passed. And you mean to tell me there's no bias there? You mean to tell me there's no favoritism there? These people seem like they suck off the teat of the Bidens, uh, of, of, of the Bidens uh, politically, but also personally. Do you think that man should be in charge of overseeing anything that has to do with the criminal investigation of Hunter who ended up sleeping with his dead brother's wife like a scumbag smoking crack and sleeping with prostitutes and selling out America's interests all over the world. Annette says, sounds like a Hallmark movie that makes me gag. But yeah, you're right. Now, you should know that after Donald Trump's Mona Lisa of mugshots, as Sean calls it, He raised over $7 million, which is smashing records, by the way. Like I said, we've got his attorney's fees. Don't fret. Now, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, spontaneous Trump parades started happening all over the country. New Hampshire, New York, California. I'd like to show you one of the New Hampshire, or one of the... uh, the Donald Trump parades that happened here in New Hampshire this weekend, just spontaneously on the seacoast. I didn't know anything about it until after it was done. But this is, show, this is going to show you what people think of Donald Trump all over the country. We're not going to take it. We're not going to take it. Come on, baby. Let's go. Honk for freedom, baby. I love it. I absolutely love it. 
And by the way, New Hampshire is already taking a stand against the new variant and the new COVID jab coming. We're not going to take that either. Oh, but it wasn't just in New Hampshire. Right outside of Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue in New York City. You know it, baby. Come on. And I'm proud to be Gotta love it. This is just going to continue to happen all the way through the election. And we're never going to let him go to prison. We're never going to let him go to jail. Jeremy, what is the best site to donate to President Donald J. Trump? www.donaldtrump.com, baby. www.donaldtrump.com. Folks, the support for Donald Trump is growing bigger and bigger every day. Now, I might have to say viewer discretion advised. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember if there's a swear in this or not. Hold on. But not only is the urban areas starting to support Trump, not only did he roll through the hood last week and get massive, massive celebrations from everybody on the side of the street, but the youngsters, the youngsters, they're starting to come around as well. Now, you remember the youngsters in 2016 and the 2020? All that they said was Donald Trump racist, right? Donald Trump racist, Donald Trump racist, Donald Trump racist. Why don't you see what the reaction was to Donald Trump's mugshot from this same generation. Roll this. People's thoughts on the Donald Trump mugshot. What are your thoughts? Hey, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck the Democrats. Well, he's a dog. He's a dog. You gotta let him out of the cage for once, for real. <laughs> that mugshot is fire as fuck. Hey, his policies that he's gonna run on? Fire. Fire. Facts. His everything that he's gonna run on. Fire, that fire. mugshot. Fire. Fire. His golf game. Fire. Facts. Hey, Joe can't play golf. He's a dog. Joe can't play golf. Joe can't, he can't even, do anything. He can't even stand up straight. That's my president. Donald Trump, he's not a great person, but president-wise, that, that was a good president. You think he should be free? Free him. Facts. You voting free, for him? Free Donald Trump. I'm voting for Donald Trump. He freed Kodak, so someone's got to free him. First black president, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. BLM. BLM. Trying to get people's <laughs> thoughts on the Donald Trump mugshot. What are your thoughts? Hey. He says first black president. He said, for real, for real, BLM, BLM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Donald Trump craze is about ready to happen. You ain't seen nothing yet. Remember when we used to say here on LFA TV back in the day, if you an OG, that we supported Donald Trump before it was cool? Remember when we used to say that, Eli? Now it's becoming pretty cool, isn't it? I'm telling you, there's no way that they stand a chance unless they put him in jail, which isn't going to happen either. That's not going to happen in, uh, in any way, shape, or form. But that doesn't, that's not what Ron DeSantis thinks. Ron DeSantis thinks Donald Trump is going to be convicted and locked up. And that is why he hesitated to raise his hand at the debate. Don't take my word for it. They asked Ron DeSantis, basically, why did you hesitate to raise your hand at the debate? You know, why did you only raise your hand once you've seen everybody else raising it? And his answer is, well, because I don't think anybody basically that's convicted should be running, and I don't think he's going to be the nominee. And the only reason I raised my hand was because I remembered that pledge that I would support the nominee. And the question was, if Donald Trump is the nominee of the, of the uh, Republican Party, would you support him? And, of course, Ron DeSantis had to look around ah, with his weird voice and his weird eyes and his weird everything, right? Roll this. You seemed to hesitate before raising your hand to commit to backing Trump. And it wasn't because of that. I, I, I signed that pledge. I will follow the pledge. I mean, 100 percent. I objected to doing the hand raise and I thought most of the candidates seemed to agree with me. And so I was like, OK, are we really doing this? And people are doing it. So I, I made the pledge. I will follow through with the pledge. I don't sign pledges and I'll follow through. I don't think he would be the nominee at that point, but it, I signed the pledge. And that's just the reality of the situation. You seem to hesitate. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What a weak answer. What a weak answer. I didn't really want to, but I signed the pledge, so I figured I just, well, I'm all in. So you, so you signed a pledge to people. You, you, you pledged your loyalty to somebody that you don't back, don't support, don't care for, don't like, stabbed in the back, but you signed your loyalty, so I signed the pledge. I signed the pledge, said Ron to dumbass. I signed the pledge. Whoa, sorry. Oh, let's move aside integrity. Let's move aside your, your feelings. Let's move aside your bias. Let's move aside your opinion. I signed the pledge. What a loser. What an absolute loser. 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a very, very, very quick 30-second break before we bring in our guest. And that 30-second break is to highlight one of our amazing sponsors who's been here since, well, not day one, but maybe day three, and that is Tackrite. Tackrite, you've got the Tackrite mini chainsaw, which is also a, they call it an assault chainsaw because you can carry it on your hip like a gun. you got the Tackrite night vision goggles that kind of double as binoculars as well. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you can get the Tackrite portable solar power generator. And unlike the four Patriots ones that are massive and gaudy and huge and really are for your house when the Democrats shut off your electricity because you made a post on Twitter that you shouldn't have posted, this thing right here can actually attach right to your bug out bag and you can just bug right out and have power for everything that you need without plugging it in because God plugged it in and gave you the sun. How do you do it? Just go right to the link in this description of this video. Click it, and it'll take you right there. 50% off. And, of course, you keep Tackrite as a sponsor here, which I think they deserve because they're giving us a sponsorship. Knowing what we talk about, knowing what I feel like all the time every day, knowing that I just run my mouth constantly and they still support us. So you got to give it to them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I titled today's show, Is All Hell Breaking Loose in Georgia? Again? Is all hell hell breaking loose in Georgia again? And I'm not talking about water mains breaking. I'm talking about, well, there are politicians there. Brian Kemp, for one. Anyway, let's bring on a longtime friend. Hasn't been here in a long time. Has the same exact wall art as I have. As you can see my wall art. You see my wall art up there? Look at that. Same exact wall art. Great minds think alike. Candace Taylor, welcome back. How are you? Oh, Jeremy, I'm so excited to be back. I love your followers, and they message me all the time. Come back on Jeremy's show. I'm like, I love Jeremy. I'll come back on. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm so glad to see that you kept up the fight, uh, even though, you know, you took on the establishment without major support. You took on the establishment without major money. We were trying to, to expose Brian Kemp forever ago, and it seems like recently uh, he kind of admitted to something that we've been saying for so long Kind of bring us up to speed, and I'm going to show the videos here while we're, on the, while we're on this interview, but kind of bring us up to speed is what in the heck is going on in Georgia and is all hell breaking loose in, that, in your home state? Yeah, so y'all know what happened with Fannie Willis and the 19 indictments. That happened, and so then our First Amendment right, we're really upset about that. We've been going to county commissioner meetings and board of election meetings. We've been demanding paper ballots. We have a whole move for paper ballots. Voter GA has unplugged Georgia. We have two boys from Grady County that started this movement for paper ballots, please. And we just have all these people. We got another Amy Kramer for America First. They're doing this paper ballots 2024. We have all these movements to secure our elections. And so we've been hammering it. We've got thousands of volunteers. We've been going to county by county doing hand paper counts. We've just been doing it, okay, doing the thing. And calling our legislators, asking for a special session. We've really been hammering them. And so I kept, it kind of all went down on Saturday. So kind of what, what happened was a couple of weeks ago, we went to State Board of Election meeting. I wasn't there because I was at work, but several of, the, of our volunteers, actually over 100 people, it was a packed room. And the guy that was appointed by Brian Kent, he prayed a, a prayer to, to every God you could imagine, including, I think, Lucifer, just everybody, you know, not Jesus. It was just a random prayer that lighted up a, a fuse, I'm just going to tell you. So since then... It is like people are angry, and they saw President Trump get arrested, the mug shot, all that. They're mad. So Saturday, we have a big event, District 8 Fish Fry in Perry, Georgia. And we were told last minute, the day before, that we could not wear any shirt that supported paper ballots. No shirts. So are you kidding me? So you got Fannie Willis, Democrat DA, this is a bridge on First Amendment right. Now you're telling us the Republican Party in the 8th District is going to bridge on our First Amendment rights because Brian Kemp's going to be there and Brad Raffensperger. Are you kidding me? And so I called the chair of the 8th District. I'm the chair of the 1st District. And I said, surely this is a mistake. Nope, not a mistake. 44-minute conversation. It turned out ugly. I mean, it was not a great conversation. I like him as a person, but I do not agree with infringing on First Amendment rights. And so did legally they have right to say it's a private event? Yeah, legally. But what message is that sending to Republicans that Republicans are censoring other Republicans, right? So then I go that morning to Augusta. So Perry and Augusta are about three hours apart. I go to Augusta, and one of Kemp's floor leaders comes, and she takes me to task on the, the ballots versus paper ballots versus the machines. And this goes on for 20 minutes, 100 people.
people in the room and they are ready to attack. They are furious. And I'm like, okay, we're going to pray for her. She's brainwashed. We're going to help her because she says the machines are, are totally secure and that the majority of people of Georgia want to vote on these machines. I'm like, girl, no, they don't. And so I left there, went to Perry, and all of, of our, our team had videoed. And so you're seeing videos go viral. It, it's, it was a whole thing on Saturday. We took the Fuller leader, we took Governor Kent, we took Brad Raffensperger, and held them accountable. So, okay, I mean, the obvious question here is, what is wrong with paper ballots when we did paper ballots for, I don't know, uh, you know, 180 years, whatever it was? What's wrong? Are you saying that paper ballots aren't trustworthy? And if that's the case, are you saying that 180 years or 200 years of paper ballots have been non-trustworthy? And on top of that... On top of that, isn't paper ballots exactly what COVID ushered in to bring in in the middle of the night that shot Joe Biden way up over Donald Trump? It wasn't. See, I think people have a misconception. It wasn't the machines that shot Joe Biden up overnight. It was the paper ballots that were brought in. And then, of course, tabulated by machines, obviously. But it was what is wrong with paper ballots when they advocated for them for so long during COVID, why are they looking at paper ballots as untrustworthy? I mean, what's the answer to that? So, so I will tell you this, Jeremy, and I, I took the, the House rep on a, on a, on a contingency through this, too. So in Georgia, we're the only state in the union out of 50 states that votes on a touchscreen BDN. It is for, it's supposed to be used for, like, disabled people. But instead, we use it for everybody. So we don't even have a ballot. What we're using right now, in my opinion, is not constitutional because we have no ballot. We touch screen our votes and it prints a receipt. So we have a receipt with a QR code that 90% of people that have done research studies do not look at that. So it could have printed the name of someone else, but regardless, we can't read QR code. So then it scans in. And so you're trusting a machine with a code that's from 2007 software, and you're expecting that to read your vote and assuming it does, no count, no reconciliation, nothing. The re and, and you're right, in 2020, they did push in all these extra votes with absentees. But let me tell you something in 2022, what they did. They totally controlled it with the machine. I, every one of my votes went to Brian Kemp, and I got 5% of the total. And Mike Lindell did extensive research on this, his whole team. I've done affidavits all over the state. I have more affidavits and precincts than I have votes all over the state of Georgia. We know that the, the machines were the issue. I don't believe it's local board of elections offices. I believe it's in the machines. If you have code, you can override it with code. So why would you fight us on counting paper? Why would you do that? I promise you, if we vote on these machines, President Trump will not win Georgia when everybody in Georgia, aside from maybe 20% of people, want him to win. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna play the... I'm, first of all, I'm going to play the Brian Kemp video that was that's circulating the internet, okay? Uh, quickly kind of give us an overview of what the people are about to see because when things are taped, you know, recorded on phone, hard to get audio and all that. Uh, what, are we, what are we about to see with Kemp admitting that machines are all hacked? I mean, that's what it sounded like so, to me. So what happened was they went into the to the event and they were told they had to change shirts. They went and changed shirts. They, they decided, you know, I'm not going to get arrested. I'm going to go change shirts so I can go talk to the politicians. So the guys went and changed shirts. And then they approached Governor Kemp and were, and were asking him about the voting machines and about calling a special session. And so when they approached him, you're going to hear audio. And he actually said that, yes, the machines could be hacked. And he did not know that he was being videoed. And so when he turns around... One of the other guys introduces himself and said, hey, sir, we want to make sure, you know, that our, it's transparent. He said, oh, so you're videoing me? Yeah. You could tell he was not happy he was being videoed. Yeah. And he says, yes, sir, that's right. I want transparency. And then his wife is looking like she's in, I think maybe she runs things, but she's like looking at him. Come on, we got to take a picture. And then his daughter has the, this is what got me was the daughter, had the audacity to say to an adult, she's you know, in her early 20s, and she says, Sir, it's not worth it today. Yeah. Which I took as a threat. Not worth it for what? An arrest because I'm asking your daddy a question. Like right. I, he's my, I'm his, I'm his constituent. I have the right to do that. So that's what you're going to see with the two guys. One's filming and one's talking. Then the filming guy starts talking. Okay, so we're going to pull this up for you guys right now. Uh, again, she pretty much explained exactly what you're going to see. It was truly sickening to watch. Um, and then we'll show you the paper ballot or the uh, the, the, the T-shirt stuff. Uh, but let me bring it up here. That's perfect. Okay. And it, uh, it even has some... Um, it's even uh, scribed for you so you can read it as well in case you're having audio issues. Roll it. You give me my apologies. 
Hey, if you give anybody a voting machine, they can hack it. Wow. I think there's a hand. I'm not going to press you But I'm a Republican, so good. And I hope that you will stand on the Grady County boy here, Field Cersei. Hey, great. Good to see you. How you doing? Thanks for videoing. Yeah. We want to keep it on the record. That's good. We need transparency in our elections. We, we, got we don't have transparency now. We got a secret box. It's a secret box. I assure you did. So there you see, uh, Kemp got all, like, he got all intimidated and he started, like, pushing back towards the guy when the guy said transparency. And he goes, we are transparent. If you want transparency, go, you know, uh, volunteer to be a poll worker, blah, blah, blah. And then his daughter pulled him away. So uh, did you see, Candace, how irritated he got when he realized he was being recorded, saying that if you give anybody a machine, they can hack it? Yeah, and then he says, you know, it's about winning elections. Right. But did you win, Brian? Did right. you really win? Because you wouldn't count the paper. You wouldn't count the paper receipt. So it's about winning. It's not about fair legal elections. It's about winning. So is that winning? Does cheating mean you win? Or not being transparent and the people don't trust the machines, does that mean that you win? So we don't want to use the machines. We do not trust them. We have evidence of why we do not trust them. Democrats, like you said, Jeremy, have been pushing this for years. Why can't we get on the same page and have a reconciliation of watermark paper with serial numbers so we know we have no fake ballots and get this thing done? Well, you know, the other thing, too, that I took from when he said uh, and about winning elections, that was another dig at Donald Trump, too, in the Republican Party, because you see the way that uh, the your your former lieutenant governor there a couple, uh, last week said, we're going to take this Republican Party back from Donald J. Trump. It's about time we did. That's what they think of him there. That's what the Raffensperger and Kemp and, and all these rhinos and all these people in the Congress, that's what they think of Donald Trump and that's what they think of the MAGA movement. Well, before you go, Candace, I also want to play this T-shirt video that I've got here as well because we've got a couple of these. Um, pop this up. Uh, Jeremy, and I want to say one thing. We've yeah, yeah. taken over the Georgia GOP. The Georgia GOP seats, we have taken them over Patriots all over the state. I'm the first district chair. I'm on the executive committee. Most of them on the executive committee are now patriots. We've taken over the, the whole GOP. And so this GOP member, uh, this this chair in the district is a Kemper, hardcore, and very good friends for years, 25-year relationship. And so that's why he showed up at that event. He didn't even show up to the state convention because he knew he would be booed and he knew he wouldn't accept it there like he wasn't two years ago after the election was hijacked. So he is perpetuating this idea that, you know, they can take over the state. Well, we just took over the GAP. So, no, you're not taking over the state. Georgia loves Donald Trump. Yeah, Georgia. the Georgia voters definitely love Donald Trump. Who cares about the, uh, the rhinos that are there? Okay, this is a 58-second video um, on this T-shirt thing. Let's go ahead and perfect. All right, uh, let's remove the lower third. I want them to see everything. Okay, roll it. What's going on? He's telling us it's a private event. They can't be in there with their shirts, even though it's the 8th District Republican Party public organization. All of y'all are criminally trespassed. If you don't leave, you're about to go to jail for criminal trespass. No, 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 no. This, this is what you need to understand, okay? This is a private, it is a private event. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. This is a private event. This, I'm telling you, as a representative of the fairgrounds, I work here, I'm the chief of police. This is a private ticketed event. Ma'am, I'm telling you, they, this is a private event, okay? And if you have purchased a ticket, that's fine. They will refund your money, but they are asking you to leave. So if you do not leave, you can be subject to an arrest, okay? So So, Candace, uh, they're saying that was a private event, right? And they threatened to arrest you for criminal trespassing. And because only you were wearing, you weren't causing a disruptive disruption, you weren't screaming, you weren't protesting, you were silently just there as Republican members in the state and wearing a shirt that said, paper, please, paper, please. And that was too offensive for the Kempers. 
Yeah, and so you hear my friend Stacy Doran. She's the one talking. Yeah, and she had on uh, like a like a patriotic shirt. It wasn't even a, a paper police shirt. And I had on a shirt that said Donald Trump did nothing wrong. That it was Laura Loomer's shirt. And so I didn't actually go into the fish fry because I got there right at the time for the state committee meeting. But they were even questioning throwing Stacy out with just the patriotic shirt on. It was like, are you? We're supposed to be Republicans, right? And and Brad Raffensperger, just so you know, Stacy, there's a video of her. She questioned him extensively, and he left. He didn't even speak. He was supposed to speak. He got mad and left and did not even speak. Brian Kemp, there's another video of Stacy questioning Brian Kemp about a special session, and he said, we will not be calling a special session. I saw session. that. I saw that. Yeah, what a loser. What an absolute loser. You know, we have on, on uh, LFA, Candace, I don't know uh, how long it's been since you watched, but we play a song for losers. It goes a little something like this, if you can hear it. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Sounds a lot like Brian Camp. Hey, before you go, I know we're, I know we're over on time here, but before you go, you brought her up, Laura Loomer. And, of course, we were in Georgia, LFA TV, covering Donald Trump's booking. And we, Laura Loomer, Will Johnson, LFA TV, and a few other MAGA pro-Trump news outlets were there and chased MTG away because she would not even answer a question. Now, I'm not trying to cause a fight between anybody in a state that we know we need to get control of and win. But I don't know about you. But if I'm there as a pro-Trump, self-proclaimed MVP of MAGA, right, and I come there just for a quick TV hit and then bounce, and I got somebody screaming at me about McCarthy and why did you post it not to come here and all these real valid questions, I'm going to say, hold on a minute, and I'm going to look at this person. I'm going to say, what are you bumping your gums about? How can I help you? And I'm going to answer that question, but she didn't. She ran away. Can I get your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's interesting, actually, because Laura and, Ma- and Marjorie were friends, kind of like me and Marjorie, which I haven't heard from Marjorie in quite a while. But me too. They were friends. They were friends. And then all of a sudden she turned on Laura. And Laura's a patriot. And Laura is unashamedly for Donald Trump. And Marjorie posted and said, don't come to the jail. We show up at the polls. And she's not pushed back at all on this illegal voting system, unethical, corrupt system. And then all of a sudden, after Loomer's just blown this up, then Marjorie yesterday retweeted one of these videos. And so I was like, really? Seriously? Are you going to help us now? Please help us now. Because you go on media constantly to get hit. Please help us now. We need your help, Marjorie. Actually, we need you. So could you please tell all these people to get rid of this fraudulent system? Yeah. But she won't. She won't do it. She'll say, well, it's because I'm in the federal government and that's not my role. No, it's your role because we will not win the White House without Georgia. And we will not win Georgia with these voting machines. Yeah, and it's your role as a as a uh, as a citizen of Georgia as well. You're not just a representative of Georgia for those people. I guarantee. What is she? 14th district, right? She 14th district, I think it is. Either right. way, yeah, I guarantee you the yes. people in the 14th district want paper ballots. I'll guarantee you the people in the 14th district want uh, Kevin McCarthy held accountable. I'll guarantee you the people in the 14th district are tired of these games towards Donald Trump, but she'll say, my constituents tell me to do this, and my constituents tell me to do that. Prove That's- prove it, Marjorie. Prove it. Uh, can- Stacey Duran, you just heard, is in Marjorie's district. And Stacey absolutely helps lead that. I can name you thousands of patriots in her district that are pushing for this. Yeah. Well, that's why we have people like LFA TV and Candace Owens and, and Frank Speech and all these people out here and, and Reawaken Tour. Uh, those are the real MAGA people. Those are the real people trying to save America. But you know as well as I do, and I'll end it right here. We can't make America great again. Until we make America godly again. Right? Amen. 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 Hey, Candace, thank you for coming. Uh, please keep us updated. Come back. I, I have a feeling Georgia's going to be in the spotlight uh, for the next uh, you know, year and a half. So thank you for coming. God bless you. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thanks, Jeremy. Bye. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow Candace uh, on all of her social media. Look up Candace Taylor. She's also, I believe, on um, Frank's speech and, and everywhere else as well. Now, this is the thing, folks. This is what we got to make sure we do. We got to make sure that even if we like, like, look, I liked Marjorie for a long time. I don't like the person she's become. Do I hate her? No. Do I wish she'd get her head out of her carcass and her rear end? Yes, I do. But Candace is right. We need people like Marjorie to turn around and fight for what she used to. 
Start calling people, start saying the gay Jewish lasers again for crying out loud. I don't care. Just get back to the fight you used to have. Get back to the, 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 the dog in the fight you used to have. And not what you become. Because it's weak. And ineffective. It doesn't do anything to stop this left-wing Marxist movement from taking over everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you see it in my hands. It is the best thing you could ever put in your body besides the word of God. That is Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com. As you can see, I got mine about half gone right here. Oh, I got to put that. There you go. About half gone right there. If I tried to drink the whole thing in one sitting, I wouldn't have been able to even come on the live show. Why? Because Field of Greens works through you that quick. It works through you that quick. If you're having a problem and you haven't been able to, you know, effectively have a movement <laughs> feel the greens will do that for you won't it Eli you will move and you will move and you won't stop moving until feel the greens wears off not only that folks it is scientifically and medically chosen specific fruits and vegetables that do the best for antioxidants and clearing out and purging your body and your lymph node system and everything else you'll have hair regrowth you'll see psoriasis and dry uh, skin disappear it works wonders and for only 65 bucks a month How can you go wrong? One scoop, one bottle of water, shake it up, boom. And you are just like Mike Crispy, a lean, green, globalist fighting machine. Let's go, baby. He even says it. Feelthegreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. Get 15% off. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe it, take the challenge and find out for yourself. It's 65 bucks to find out if something can change your life or not. Try it today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we have seven minutes left, I've got so many stories to get through, so let me just crank through them. This is live from America, and we got a huge victory. We got a huge victory, and when we have huge victories here on Live from America, you know what we do. We celebrate good times, and we got a huge victory for election transparency. Carrie Lake announced the lawsuit to obtain mail-in ballot signatures is going to trial, which will keep election integrity in the news, which will keep it in the courts, which will keep it on the minds of everybody in Arizona and abroad. Trial dates were set last Thursday in one of Carrie Lake's lawsuits for publicly available evidence in Arizona's 2022 stolen election. Lake filed previously a special action lawsuit against Maricopa County after they illegally denied her team access to the fraudulent 2022 mail-in ballot affidavit envelopes, okay? And after all this time, after all these fights, uh, these records were not provided to Carrie Lake and her attorneys before the election um, contest trials with Judge Peter Thompson in Maricopa County Superior Court. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we, she fought back, she fought back, she filed, she, she, she said she's never going to give up. Never going to give up. And Judge John Hanna published a few-minute entry Thursday, setting dates for a two-day trial on September 21st and concluding on September 25th to determine whether or not Carrie Lake is entitled, which she probably won't be by their court of law, but we keep fighting because a win is a win, to inspect public election rec- records. This evidence they need to prove the election was stolen in the ongoing appeal against Judge Thompson's bogus ruling, and the election fraudsters are terrified about it because if she gets access to these, she proves everything. Whether or not they're going to do anything about it, that's another story. But if she gets access to these, she proves everything. So we could celebrate good news on that one. Also, United States military is set to train Ukrainian pilots to fly F-16s in Kerry Lake's home state of Arizona. How about that? The war in Ukraine is now making its way to the United States on our soil. The Pentagon announced that the U.S. will be training Ukrainian pilots to fly F-16s at Morris Air National Guard Base located in Tucson, Arizona. Well, I can't see anything bad happening there. The last time the foreigners... Tr- uh, Uh, trained to fly uh, planes here in America, the Twin Towers came down with the help of the government as well. Training will begin in October, and after the training concludes, both the U.S. and Europe will move to transfer dozens of F-16s to Ukraine 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, isn't that right there? Isn't that right there an act of war against Russia? Are we that stupid? Our taxpayer dollars going to train these losers, these Nazi scumbags, how to fly our planes so we can give more planes to them. Oh, and by the way, the left is losing its mind right now because word on the street, word on the beat, is that Tucker Carlson is almost, almost uh, finished securing an election one-on-one with Vladimir Putin. Do you know how big that'll be? That'll be bigger than Tucker uh, talking to Donald Trump. If Tucker Carlson gets a one-on-one sit-down exclusive with Vladimir Putin, I think you're going to see so much stuff exposed about Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, the Biden crime family, Ukraine, Nazis, pandemics, COVID, bioweapons labs, and the like. So let's pray for Tucker Carlson that he gets that interview. I, like many of you, most likely probably want to hear that. I want to see what's going on. Now, speaking of that, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that they are bringing a new variant. You know, they're bringing new lockdowns. You know, they're bringing COVID lockdowns. You know, they're going to try to bring climate lockdowns. You know, they're going to try to bring new jabs, new masks. And over the weekend, FEMA announced that there will be an alert system on every cell phone, every TV, and every radio in the country on October 4th. The nationwide test of FEMA's emergency alert system will occur on October 4th between 2.20 and 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At this point, I'm going to ask for all children in the room to cover your ears. Parents, send your children out of the room or tell them to cover their ears. Because I'm going to say something that I'm sure all of you are thinking. Who gives a shit? Take your FEMA emergency test alert system and go take it down to Maui. Jump in a time machine and go back in time and alert them. You losers. I'm going to give a dumb, dumb award of the day to the federal government and their federal alert system, and you know where you can take it and shove it. Hold on. Hold on. My wife, bring that to me. My wife just gave me, ladies and gentlemen, is this in White River? Is this that White River exit? Okay, so this is 20 minutes from my house. My wife just gave me this. FEMA is setting up on I-91 North at the, shut, at the uh, shutdown rest way station. This is 20 minutes from my house. I think we should go record it. They're there right now? FEMA is? Why? Why FEMA? Really? Oh, good. I'm going to go back to the baseball diamond where Jaden was playing soccer. And I'm going to come in from the back way. And I'm going to record it all. Probably get arrested. Hey, FEMA, take two of these and call me in the morning. How about that? I wonder what the hell's going on there. And ladies and gentlemen, nobody cares about their alert system. I, I think everybody should shut off their phones during October 4th from 2 to 2.30. Shut off your phones. We don't want them. Shut off your TVs. We don't want to hear it. There is no emergency system. The emergency is the tyrannical government that is destroying this country right now that grew too big for its own britches, and it's time for 1776. Where's Alex Jones when we need him, folks? Where's Alex Jones? A defiler. There he a is. A betrayer. There he is. A backstabber. A devil. He is your enemy. I see you, enemy. I see you, enemy. 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 You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before I get myself visited by the FBI, before I even get off the show today, I want to thank you all for being here. I want to remind you of the importance of our viewership here and our shares and our rumbles. They're just as important as anything else that we do in this fight. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. That man on the TV right there, Mike Crispy is up next on Unafraid. He's already started. He's already started his countdown. Let's go, baby. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, continue to spread that gospel. I love you, and I'll see you at 5 p.m. Have a great day. Mike Crispy comes up next. See you later, guys. Peace out.